hello, hello. Welcome to Bantu Book Review. This week, we have a book of poetry, a collection of poems by the one and only Miss Maya Angelou. It's called Mother, A Cradle to Hold Me. So let's get started. Here we go. It's time for our first segment, which is Hate It or Love It. And of course, I love it, love it, love it. Uh, Maya Angelou can do no wrong. And even when she was wrong, she could have been right. So this book was great. Um, As I mentioned, it's a collection of poems. There are nine of them. And there are poems in which she's paying homage to her mama. It's a really short read. So this week we'll do something a little bit different and read together. Each of the poems are untitled, so I will start with the first one. It is true I was created in you. It is also true that you were created for me. I owned your voice. It was shaped and tuned to soothe me. Your arms were molded into a cradle to hold me, to rock me. The scent of your body was the air perfumed for me to breathe. This poem is good. Um, This is the beginning. The book is kind of a progression um, from start to finish. The way that you view your mom at the beginning versus the way that you ultimately come to see her. So in the beginning, your world revolves around your mom. And you feel like everything she does is for you. And it is. Um, But then you learn something. So here we go. This This is the learning, the second one. She goes, Mother, during those early dearest days, I did not dream that you had a large life which included me. For I had a life which was only you. I love this poem because it's really true that you really think your mama's life revolves around you in the same way that yours revolves around her. And listen, it just don't. My mama definitely let me know. Little girl, move. Okay, I have other other things to do. Here's the third one. Time passed steadily and drew us apart. I was unwilling. I feared if I let you go, you would leave me eternally. You smiled at my fears, saying, I could not stay in your lap forever. Here's the next poem. It's building. That one day you would have to stand, and where would I be? You smiled again. I did not. Without your warning, without warning, you left me, but you returned immediately. You left again and returned, I admit, quickly. But relief did not rest with me easily. You left again, but again returned. You left again, but again returned. Each time you re-entered my world, you brought assurance. Slowly, I gained confidence. This poem is so good. It's so dope because it's true that a lot of times our moms don't give us an explanation for why they make the choices that they make. Uh, We just kind of learn from it and deal with it. And mom, Maya's mom sounds a lot like mine in that way where it's like, listen, just do what I say. You don't need to understand. You're going to do it. And I'm going to do what I need to do in spite of what you think or don't understand about these choices. Typical black mama, right? Next one. You thought you knew me, but I did know you. You thought you were watching me, but I did hold you securely in my sight, recording every moment. Memorizing your smiles, tracing your frowns. In your absence, I rehearsed you, the way you had of singing. 
on a breeze while a sob lay at the root of your song. This one was powerful. She says, the way you had of singing on a breeze while a sob lay at the root of your song. I definitely had um, allowed myself at one point to let my mom convince me that the emotions she was expressing were truly the things that she was feeling. And uh, I learned when I got older that my mom was protecting me from her true emotions and from what was really going on inside of her. And uh, in this poem, I think Maya did a really good job of expressing the ways that our moms can, can trick us for our own good into thinking that things are all right and to soothe us and lull us into a sense of security. Um, even though sometimes it's a facade. This next poem, she goes, The way you posed your head so that the light could caress your face. When you put your fingers on my hand and your, ar your hand on my arm, I was struck with a sense of health, of strength, and very good fortune. You were always the heart of happiness to me, bringing nougats of glee, sweets of open laughter. During the years when you knew nothing and I knew everything, I loved you still. Condescendingly, of course, from my high perch of teenage wisdom, I grew older and was stunned to find how much knowledge you had gleaned, and so quickly. <laughs> Mother, I have learned enough now to know I have learned nearly nothing. On this day, when mothers are being honored, let me thank you that my selfishness, ignorance, and mockery did not bring you to discard me like a broken doll, which had lost its favor. I thank you that you still find something in me to cherish, to admire, and to love. I thank you, Mother. I love you. So good. Um, I really love this book. I really, really do. It was short and sweet, like I said, to the point. Um, and it resonates a lot for, for reasons that I mentioned. Um, so thank you to all the moms out there. Let's move on to building our emotionally vo intelligent vocabulary with the hashtag in my feelings challenge. <laughs> um, so my spiritual teacher, Iyanla Van Zandt, told me that her spiritual teacher told her that, quote, when you do not ask for what you need, the need gets bigger. And I totally agree. Um, so in order to have the language to express our needs, we have got to get our emotional vocab up. I personally want to do a better job of expressing the small things so that I'm really prepared to handle the bigger things. And as we know, in This Is America Today, it's a lot of bullshit happening, but in spite of all that, and even because of all of that, um, I just want to take a moment to express gratitude. So that's our word of the day. Gratitude. Uh, really, the word is grateful. And grateful means a feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness. It means thankful. Thankful is a synonym. So... That's our word of the day. And it's important um, to take the time to be thankful and to be grateful and to have gratitude. It matters a lot because there's so many mofos in this world who are just not grateful. They're ungrateful and I don't want to be one of them. Um, we're part and parcel of a community filled with so much love, so much gratitude and resilience in spite of what's happening around us. But we really have to take the time to see that. And it really matters that we're intentional in the way that we care for ourselves and our sisters and our brothers. So go hug your mamas. 
hug your mama's mamas and show yourself and somebody some love. So I have some questions this week. It's time to get engaged. And since I'm really the only one talking and listening to this podcast at the moment, I got some feedback from some of my friends and family. So this week, I asked the question, what are some silly things that you believed about your mother or some silly things that you believed about adulting in general when you were growing up? So here are some of the responses. Um, Of course, we all believe this, man, that everything was going to be given. Lies. The second thing was that mom is a superhero or some kind of invincible woman. Lies. I mean, I definitely bought the hype at the time thinking my mom just nothing fazed her and she could only really get mad for real uh but yeah mom is mom is human um mom is just like me the next one was that jobs and opportunity were endless um and that kind of falling into your path and your purpose was a natural next step or progression (sighs) more lies we debunking these myths ma'am the next one is Thinking you're exempt from being one of the people you see around you, man. All kinds of people around us. People who didn't make it. People are making it. Um, people who ain't doing so good. People who are hurting. People who are just going through it in general and thinking, ah, couldn't be me. And thinking even, you know, some of the situations that our mamas fell into couldn't be me. I'm never going to be that hung up on a man like my mama was for my daddy or I'm never gonna do this I'm never gonna do that and it's like look here we are doing the same shit that we've seen other people doing and falling into these same traps um another silly thing some of my people believed and I believed as well was thinking that you would automatically be independent and doing well when you got to a certain age skirt you're not doesn't work like that um, one of my girlfriends believed that her auntie and her grandma were not actually okay, so just a little while. She, when she was younger, believed that her auntie and her grandma were not actually relatives or mother and daughter, but instead they were lovers who were pretending to be related because that was the only way they could be together. And I was like, What? <laughs> Come again? Um, but it's so interesting to me. It's really fascinating that she thought that. Um, and I was just wondering for a while, like, why? Why would you ever think that? Um, and so in trying to draw my own conclusions about why that was, I mean, she had her own reasons. Like, sometimes the relationship and the intimacy that women share amongst their sisters and mothers and just between women, that... That intimacy can be very, very, very close-knit. Um, and so maybe that was the reason. I don't know. But I thought that was really interesting. Um, another girlfriend told me that a lot of times her grandma had to remind her and her other siblings that their mother was actually her daughter and that they should just chill with the whole possession thing. <laughs> um, so grandma had to remind them of their mother's other relationships outside of being their mother and I thought that was really funny grandma was like hold up she's mine you thought she was yours there they go with them damn firecrackers to get outside okay so the next one is me believing that 
my mom was only able to express anger at one point. My mom used to just be mad, and I thought she was so mean. Um, and me just not realizing that she was hurt and not really in a position to sit still for long enough to address and heal her trauma. Um, but yeah, these are these are the responses that we got from the let's get engaged questions and answers of the week um so now it's time for the shout outs shout out to red table talk um some of you may or may not be tuned in i love it it's a show on facebook watch with jada pinkett smith her daughter and her mother um so it's an intergenerational conversation between women who are related um and i really recommend that you check it out because they're talking about Everything under the sun, blended families, um, mother-daughter relationships, um, all kinds of things, men, everything, everything. They invite guests on the show, and it's really deep, and I blogged about it some time ago, but the show is dope um, because it allows us to see these conversations in action and listen to these women connect in a really genuine way, Um, and it made me think a lot. It makes me think a lot about the kinship of women and these mother-daughter relationships um, and the fact that at some point you really do start to recognize your mother as a woman, as a full person who is not joined to you at the hip. You know, I think as a kid I had this problem and a lot of us have this problem where we totally ignore the network of relationships that our mamas are a part of outside of that domestic space. You know, she's somebody else's child. She loves people aside from you, maybe differently from you, but there are other people in her life um, that matter to her. Um, And your needs are not front and center in her life at every single moment of her day. Uh, So yeah, you start to recognize your mama apart from her relationship to you, her child. And when you stop relating to her solely as your loved one and your mother, um, at that point, you really start to empathize with her and understand some of her choices and sacrifices. Um, And some of the things that motherhood required of her. And it really is um, an eye-opener. So this week is going to be a short episode. I'm going to wrap this up, but I just want to that yeah it it is a relief I'm not a mom um, but as a sister as a daughter you know it's definitely a relief when we take the people that we love off those pedestals and when they take us off those pedestals and really see us for who we truly are instead of who we need them and want them to be Um, because yeah when we do that we can relate to each other as people Um, as fully realized human beings and without the sense of duty and ownership. So yeah, y'all, stay woke. That is it for this week's episode, short and sweet, just like the book that we read. Um, Check me out on social media at Bantu Book Review on Twitter, and I'll see you next week.